Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on back to Mind Your Popcorn. I'm one of your two hosts, Ricky Uniak. I'm Chuck Clark. Chuck, it's been a couple weeks. Um, we were not able to record an episode last week because I have the world's worst electric company. So I will I'll take the L for that. Um what's I thought going Biden on? passed the infrastructure bill to solve these problems. What's going on? <laughs> Listen. You, my friend Nolan, lost internet. Had, didn't have Wi-Fi for eleven or twelve days at his apartment. I mean, he's in Illinois, you know, so it's next state over or a couple states over. But two, still, two Midwest, states over. The Midwest <laughs> is just going through the infrastructure issue right now. Dude, we're in shambles, man. I mean, Sleepy Joe, let's figure it out. I, you know, what's funny is I. This is not the first time that we have not been able to record on because our usual of, recording night because of my power has been out. So. I live on I live in a very, very old house. Um, it's my grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. And I live in a pretty like I just live on a street. There's no development near us. It's like this one little street full of houses. If I had to guess, probably like twenty five houses, maybe thirty. And it's one um, of these I'm assuming like you turn off and you're in the neighborhood and there's like four or five cul-de-sacs. Or just like, one cul-de-sac. It's one street with a cul-de-sac at the end. Gotcha. And we're we're in a pretty remote area of um, Medina, Ohio. So mm. I don't know. Like, I don't know when if like if I lose power, if it means the streets out or what. But I have had a lot of issues. So hopefully. Hopefully I was on the phone with them last week. Uh, I ended up not the power ended up not coming back on to like 10 or 1030 that night, if I remember correctly. Um, so hopefully that's all behind us. Fingers crossed, but I'm not going to make any guarantees. Um, what's been going on these last two weeks? You know, I made an incredible discovery on my PS4 that has changed the way I live my life. Okay. I discuss, so normally one of my, most of my favorite games are games that a, I've played before many times. And B, they're kind of like open world, like go around, crafting, all that kind of stuff. Fallout 4, Skyrim being the primary two that I play. This makes them great games to pod, listen to podcasts to. Just absolutely fan, phenomenal, like walking between places, you know what I mean? Just kind of killing the downtime, whatever. I discovered that on the PS4, you can play, I have Spotify on the PS4, and I can play the podcast through the PS4 while playing the game. So I don't have to have like a headphone phone situation going on. Instead, it's just like, and I can adjust the game volume to like make, you know what I mean? So I can do both. And it has changed everything. Man, we are really getting old, aren't we? Chuck, I I, I mean, that's like, this is like 10 years ago, like technology, man. I mean, it's been possible the whole time. I just didn't discover it because, like, I don't usually listen to Spotify. I never listen to Spotify on my PS4. Like, yeah. it's not, you know what I mean? Um, I didn't discover it until I. the only reason I popped on Spotify the other day is because I was cleaning my room. So, you know, pop on some tunes while I'm picking stuff up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I, I went to a different app. I think I was going to YouTube because I had finished cleaning. And I just figured, you know, like if I open, you know, one of my other streaming apps, Disney Plus, all those other ones, whatever was playing on the other ones stops. And if I'm playing a game, it'll be like pausing or whatever. 
So I go to YouTube and YouTube's opening up and the podcast or the music's still playing. And I get to the menu of YouTube and it's still playing. And I'm like, does this happen in a game too? And then <laughs> it, it just went from there. Yeah, I can imagine um, how that kind of unlocked uh, like new possibilities for you. I know, I don't think we've ever had this conversation before. I'm not even talking about just on this podcast. I mean, like just between you and I, like over the history of our friendship, what, what was the game that got you into video games? Like, I know what your cup of tea is. You just shared Skyrim, Fallout, those open worlds. But I don't remember you necessarily playing a ton of video games in the couple of years that we lived together in college. You did get on a really crazy uh, Skyrim kick to the point where, like, I was impressed. Because I, pl- I played a lot of video games. But what was the game that kind of like got you into video games i mean i've always been picky with my video games i feel like but the first video game that i ever remember getting like this is my favorite game we're really into it was bioshock that bioshock for uh ps3 and i loved that game so much and would play it over and over again and like what circa 2009 it came out 2007 so okay. yeah wow so, what a like, year for games 2007 was man yes yeah, seventh or eighth grade and then um because i don't remember if it came out like you know what i mean time of school year or whatever but anyways and then and then when i was in high school um call of duty was like huge so yeah. like playing on i would come home from school and i, I just had this experience where i did not tend to have a lot of homework or I could get it done quickly. So I would come home and my parents wouldn't be home for a couple hours. Because I got home at like 2.30. And my parents weren't off till 5. Plus they had to commute home. So I would come home. Be alone. Go down to the basement. Play Call of Duty. And I would always like. if Like I knew my parents got off at like 4.35. And they would 20 minute or whatever. 30 minute commute. So I would have an alarm set for like 4.15. Like okay. Shut down Call of Duty, go to your room, and just, like, be working on stuff. Or, you know what I mean? If you have homework, get it done. Or just be, like, you know what I mean? Reading, you know, doing something. And then they would come home. I'd be home for a while. And then I'd be, like, hey, I got my homework done. What time are we eating dinner? Like, oh, it's probably going to be, like, an hour. Be, like, okay, I'm going to go play Call of Duty until then. Okay. Like, I wasn't playing Call of Duty for two hours already in the day. But, Yeah. That was, and that was like, but yeah, and I did that through high school, even though I was the only one in my friend group on PS4 or PS3 at the time. So I wasn't necessarily playing online with friends. I would just go online and play Modern Warfare 2. And I believe the other one was, um, that came out when we were in high school that was big was the first Black Ops game. Yeah. Cause, cause that really took Nazis, that took Nazi zombies to a new level. They if, I, introduced... if I understand, if I remember correctly, that would have been our freshman and sophomore year of high school. Freshman year would have been MW2. And the junior year was Black Ops. I want okay, to... then sophomore year was Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. And junior year was Black Ops. And then, I mean, to follow it up with senior year, Modern Warfare 3 was still pretty nuts. Yes. And I, yes. I remember because I think Modern Warfare, the first one, came out eighth grade. Like oh seven, yeah, like oh seven oh eight that time range. 
So yeah. that when we got to, yes. And then because, and then they were released, they started doing the release every other year. Like when we were in high school. Well, release was every year. That's that's what I mean. Like, the oh, War, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean like the Modern Warfare series was one year. Black Ops was the other yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it, listen, I, if they're, like, hearing you tell that story has made me realize that I have not had one unique experience in my life because <laughs> I, I've, like, literally done, like, the exact same thing. I, I would say, like, I was always a fan. The, the, I, the first game I remember truly, truly, like, loving to the point where it, like, when I wasn't playing it, I really wish I was playing it was, like, Halo 2. But this was before, like, Xbox Live or anything. I would go over to a buddy's house that lived in my neighborhood, one of my best friends at the time. I'd ride my bike over there, and we'd have sleepovers. And we would just play split-screen Halo 2 on, um, I think it was Lockout or Lockdown. I don't remember what the map's name was. But we'd play it, like, literally, like, all night. And then that turned into when Halo 3 came out in 07, along with Call of Duty 4, the original Modern Warfare. And then I was on... I mean, then I was on the COD train all the way through high school. And I don't know if you necessarily felt this way, but for me personally, I would say around that time, I was like, what, 14 to 15 years old. I was between the ages of 13 and 15, like just starting high school. Like I was very concerned with like um, people liking me. Um, I went to a very, very big high school. I don't know what your experience was, but we had three middle schools that combined into one. So I only knew about a third of the kids freshman year, two thirds of which I was meeting for the first time. And I kind of remember like freshman year, like kind of being like, no, nah, like I don't play video games. No, nah, dude, like that's not, no, it's totally not me. And then like MW2 came out and all of a sudden like call of duty was cool. Yeah. And like, I remember like a lot of the guys in my grade, I shouldn't say a lot, but there was a handful of them that like, like stayed home from school on launch day to play. And um, I was completely on, on the COD train by then. And then fast forward to college, we didn't play a ton of video games at the apartment. I mean, when we did like, yeah, like I think we played call of duty a few times, but we were, we had like the FIFA nights. I don't remember if we ever played NBA. I feel like we did like maybe like an NBA 2k. Um, Cause I know that I got one of the newer, NBA 2Ks during my time in college. I remember going to the midnight release at that GameStop up by uh, oh, what were those apartments up on the hill? Uh, the ones by Sun- Sunnyside the, or the, no, the Domain. Oh, the Domain, yeah, 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 because yeah, it was over I by remember. the by the uh, Walmart and the yep. Sam's Clubs and that that like strip mall. Yeah, I remember going to a midnight release there, but really, I mean. I don't really remember us playing many video games together outside of the FIFA tournaments, which were not to be, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, undermine those, those, oh man, those would they get just got intense. intense. I got it. I got a little, I got a little too intense those days. I, I remember everybody getting intense, like even Sid to the point, like <laughs> Sid was very even keeled man, but FIFA brought out another side of him, which I loved. I, I, I loved it for that. But, I uh, I do vaguely I do remember putting a child lock on Grand Theft Auto Five for Jesse. You and I, I did. You yes. and I like got up one morning. We were like, he needs to be stopped. <laughs> and, okay, so for the listeners, Jesse, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Jesse would play GTA Five 
and this is really how long GTA five has been out at this point. Um, I mean, we're talking six, five, six hours a day. I mean, because the reason it really got annoying because at first it was just like kind of a joke. But then it got to the point where it was like, Jesse, we kind of want to watch. Personality. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And also, like, he's like, dude, well, I'm going to, like, check, watch this cheat code I'm going to put on here. I'm like, <laughs> Jesse, we, we don't. Dude, also, like, I, Jesse, we kind of I kind of want to watch some daytime sports talk. Like, I yeah. want to you know what I mean? Like, we it's a communal TV and you are absolutely using it all. Yeah. So for everyone listening, this wasn't like he had a TV in his room was playing there. Like, no, he was like taking up the TV that we had in the living room. And this wasn't just a time or two. This was like, I remember it was every it day. Like, I remember it was every, every day, day for a few weeks. And I remember yes. just being like, okay, like I would, I would remember laying in my bed and hearing the sirens blasting <laughs> through the walls because he would put on the invincibility cheat and just be killing everyone. <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, like, what problems do you have that you are like trying to work out here? But nonetheless, we did end up having to put a child, like a, a parental timer on it. And yeah. I remember when he first, he was mad when it first popped up. He's like, what is this? And we were like, Jesse, we're sorry. Because <laughs> like, I, I remember, it was my Xbox. I remember yes. it was my Xbox. So yes. we, I was able to go in there and like put it on his profile because I was like the, the the I, the, the owner profile the administrator whatever you want to call it and yeah he was not happy no yeah but then I remember um, Skyrim coming out my my senior year of high school because it was I was just the trailer I still watch the trailer because it it's really? a, it's a badass trailer but it ends like the logo like turns into a one and it's like one 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 November eleventh twenty eleven uh, okay. And I remember that coming out and just being like, because I had played Oblivion, but only at like my friend's house. And then I think I eventually got it for myself. And then when I played Skyrim, I was like, this is my game. I yeah. am here for this. Um, Yeah. So. Yeah. And then it's just been that ever since. I think Fallout, you know, I've gotten I try to get into a couple games since then, but like. I'm just waiting on that next Elder Scrolls, which if the Xbox leaks are right, are going to be Xbox exclusive. And that's going to be a very sad day for me. You know, it's funny because you strike me as somebody who would really enjoy the PlayStation Spider-Man games. That's what I that's another one that and the Red Dead Redemption games are the two games that I've like been thinking about trying to get into. OK, um, especially because the Red Dead Redemption games, I think now you can buy like two-pack game of the year editions for both you know what i mean just get yeah. everything that comes with them and the first game especially i've heard is just phenomenal yeah i have not i uh, i i don't know if, if i had mentioned this already but open world story games like that are not my cup of tea i don't dislike them but they don't like hold my attention the way that i know they do for a lot of people i would say the the, the exceptions to that over the course of my uh, uh, video game career, if you will, has been Skyrim. I definitely had a Skyrim phase right when it came out. I think I played through it like three times in a row. Um, the Witcher 3 was a big one. I enjoyed that game. And then most recently, I got into the Hogwarts Legacy game. 
because mm. um, I'm a really big Harry Potter fan, and that was a lot of fun. Um, you know what else games I got into? Actually, now I'm thinking about it. The Mass Effect games. I, never I got did. them. I got the Mass Effect trilogy, and then actually for the PS4, I got the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which let me play it on the PS4, and it had like the three pack I got originally only had like it had like most of the DLC for the first two games, but not the third game. This one came with all the DLC from all the games all over. So I was like, <laughs> that was a that's been a, that was fun. I like those games too. Uh, was Mass Effect PlayStation exclusive? No, no, it's both. Dang. Okay, I never got into Mass Effect. I got into. Uh, I, I'm not trying to say that they're the same kind of game, but uh, Gears of War was another franchise, which I know was Xbox only. I think. Yeah. Um, because I played that, Halo back in the day, but I would have to go always have to go over to a friend's house to play it. So you yeah. know what I mean? Like it was, it wasn't like my game. Yeah. But I enjoyed. We would build custom bases and just like basically we would do it so that we loaded up one we just made a base with every weapon available in the game. <laughs> just you land you respawn, you pick whichever weapons you want to go out there first and just go try you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, man. You said that was Halo three? I think it's I think the build your own base started with Halo two and then but it got perfected at halo 3 yeah the the halo 3 forge mode was oh yeah what i think a lot of people loved that game for i mean oh yeah so i I had an xbox at the time and i want to say that that was the first game that had like a true file share system across xboxes where you could go online to bungie's website the developer's website and sign in with your xbox live account and browse all these maps that were made yeah. by other people who played the game and you could download them and play them well, with your friends and that took that game to a whole new level man and that's what and the ps the playstation had done that with little big planet okay which, which had come out i think before maybe after before i can't remember but it was a similar vibe but mm-hmm. obviously not first person shooter it was puzzle games but it's you yeah. know what i mean but yeah um and the good old days, dude. Okay, let's move on. Um, figured we will. We, we there's a lot of sport sport news, sport related news to get caught up on. Um, slash pop star related news. Um, but before we get into the pop star stuff and the NFL talk, let's 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 take a minute and talk some NBA. We haven't talked NBA in depth for a while. We kind of have our first real chance to hear. Um, at least, you know, over the last like few episodes, there was a blockbuster trade today. Um, mm-hmm. For those living under a rock, uh, Damian Lillard was finally traded. Not to the Miami Heat. Not to the Toronto Raptors. Mm-mm. To the Milwaukee Bucks, Chuck. To the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, let me, I probably should have this ready, but let me pull up the exact details of the trade because that's it's a three-team trade with the phoenix suns it is i'm that's what i'm pulling up right now i've I'm gonna get got there first. get there first i've got get there first i've got adrian's tweet i'm here up. i'm here okay um wait i feel like i'm i have the wrong one pulled up so you might have beaten me i got it okay so, from Adrian Wojnarowski, 
Lillard yep. goes to Milwaukee as part of a three-team deal with Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton. Is it Tumani Kamara? I believe so, yes. A 2029 unprotected MIL first. An unprotected, um, I shouldn't say MIL, that's Milwaukee. Uh, 2029 unprotected Milwaukee first and unprotected Milwaukee swap rights in 28 and 2030 to the Blazers. All that going to the Blazers. And then Phoenix lands Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, Keon Johnson. I don't know if this is a hot take, Chuck. Phoenix won this trade. I definitely think Phoenix won this trade. They got rid of DeAndre Ayton, who they've been trying to get rid of forever now. Um, And they get a bench. They get at least and a starting. They get a starting center in the trade to replace yeah. him. Who's I think solid. better. I think he's who, better. I, when he plays, I think the only yeah. thing of your, your question is availability. But Grayson Allen, solid role player. Nasir Little, Keon John, you know what I mean? Just some some players that could be bench players for them. So we'll, you know, but they still, I mean, Doc Rivers are still their coach. So, you know what I mean? We'll, we'll see how it goes. But I did see a tweet from Rob Perez that was like, everybody's talking about Lillard to Bucks, but nobody's talking about Grayson Alling hitting an ISO three for the game with KD, Beal, and Booker staring in disbelief, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, Chuck, you, you've stunned me here. You just said Doc Rivers was the Phoenix Suns coach. Is he not? No. I thought he got, he went over there. No. Dude, you scared the crap out of me. Isn't he the Phoenix Suns coach now? It. I am. Oh, no, no, no. He's the ESPN commentator. That's See, Monty right. Williams he, is still their coach, right? Uh, no, he got fired last year. Oh, they got Frank Vogel. That's right. That's who they hired. Okay. Oh my God, that's so much better than Doc Rivers. Chuck. <laughs> I was like, I, I, yeah, I was like, I knew they got a new head coach. I knew they had fired Monty. Um, yeah, because oh, um, the Bucks, the, crap out of me. the Bucks don't have Mike Budenholzer anymore, right? Uh, no, they fired him. Yeah, they have. Who's their head coach now? Uh, Jason Kidd. Uh, Not again. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Adrian Griffin. That's right. Yeah. He's like so, an assistant, I think. Yeah. Um, Raptors assistant. Longtime Raptors assistant. Um, That's right. Part of the Nick Nurse tree. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I definitely think that Phoenix, I mean, th- this was a huge dub for them. They got rid of a, a, what I would call an average to above average when he wants to be center um, who you weren't sure if he really wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. You got Nurkic who's going to come in and, and, and be the starting center. And you're not asking him to really do a whole ton with the rest of that starting lineup. And now you get, you get your bench back, man. Cause that was their problem last year. They had no bench. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could see it in the playoffs. Um, the, the minutes where, KD sat or book sat or the very few minutes where both of them sat. It it was, it was a rough brand of basketball. So if I'm a Phoenix fan, um, I'm, I'm pretty stoked. If I'm a, if I'm a, a, a trailblazers fan, man, I'm just thinking, I'm sitting here. I'm like, really? Like, this is the best that we could do. I mean, you're not seeing any of those first round picks for another five years. Yeah. 
Um, and it's uh, and two of them are pick swaps. Well, they're so also trying apparently to unload Drew now. So I don't know what you're going to get for Drew. You'd get a first round pick for Drew, I think. Yeah, I, I think you can. But I mean, a lottery pick though. No, I mean, because a lot a lottery team's not going to trade for him. No, you're trading to a championship contender. You're you would you're going to trade Drew. A team that would give up a first for Drew would be like the Knicks. Who they really feel like maybe they're one more piece away from like Are they Eastern a guard Conference piece away? I personally don't think so. But have the Knicks ever really done things that made sense? That's true. No, I wonder if he goes. I mean, I'm not gonna lie though. If we end up trading Buddy, if the Pacers end up trading Buddy, Drew would be a nice piece to bring in. Yeah, but yeah, Buddy to the Blazers would also be fun. With Scoot, Anthony Simons, and Buddy Heald in the backcourt, they're just gonna be there's gonna be raining threes. Yeah, but if 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 you're the if you're the Pacers, do you do that? Like, are if you are you trying to win right now? If you're trading for Drew Holiday, you you're trying to win right now. Yeah, like, and I don't the, think Drew Holiday's not gonna be stoked to be playing on a trying to make the play in team. The 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 teams I'm telling you, the teams that are gonna trade for him are gonna be like the Olympics. Lakers. The Lakers, the the Sixers. The Sixers are apparently heavily interested. I remember the Sixers have Nick Nurse now. Yeah. Um, I, which I had I'm, to pull up the trading the coaching carousel page. I I <laughs> so, love Nick Nurse on the Sixers, man. Nick um, Nurse is the Sixers. Uh, Monty's now Pistons. That's a good pickup for the Pistons. Rockets have Ime Adoka. <laughs> <laughs> the Bucks, we already said hired Adrian Griffin, Phoenix Suns, Frank Vogel, and the Raptors hired a Grizzlies assistant, Darko Ryakovic. He coached overseas for 11 years before coming to the G League. And Can we arrest the entire Houston Rockets organization? <laughs> Kevin Porter Jr., uh, bad guy, bad guy, bad guy, bad guy. Dude, uh, I remember, I remember a couple friends. I don't think you were one of them, but a couple of friends texting me when the day that the Cavs had traded him and they're like, oh, you're going to regret this. Like, uh, like you're going to rue the day that you traded Kevin Porter Jr. And I'm like, really, dude, are we are we really um, I'm not I didn't root for the kid to fail because he's insanely talented. Like if you ever watch him play basketball, like, I mean, he has all the makings there of an all star. Unfortunately, it's just. He's kind of getting in his own way, but hope to see him turn it around still. But um, this is my formal petition to remove the Houston Rockets from the NBA. Let's get him out of there. Let's bring in a serious franchise. Maybe we have, maybe we have another ABA merger. Is the ABA still around? Maybe they should have like a promotion system with the G League. We should. <laughs> so what, what's the uh, G League team that just stacks their team every year? The Ignite. G League Ignite. The Ignite. But you what can't take Ignite because the Ignite can get drafted to NBA teams. They're, they're like an X factor. Well, you you would get rid of that. Like the the Ignite would no longer. Right. They would be an NBA franchise. It would be like the English Premier. Like they have the Premier League and then the Championship. Like it would yeah. be like like that. Yeah, I'm in favor of that. Send the Rockets down there. Let them figure it out in the G League for a little bit because this has not been a serious franchise for a while, um, and it sucks because. It's a great market. Um, anywho, um, how I mean, the the Lillard to the Bucks. Does this really change anything in the East? I don't think so. 
because the Bucks were already going to be a title favorite. Exactly. Exactly. If I'm looking at the East, and I'm just going to pull up the standings really quick from like last year, just to like, you know what I mean, pull it up. So Boston or Milwaukee already finishes the one seed last year, the regular season. Probably going to do it again this year. Celtics, Sixers, Cavs, Knicks, Nets, and then the play-in was Heat, Hawks, Raptors, Bulls. And in my mind, the Raptors are going down. Bulls are going down. Bulls are going down. Hawks, Hawks, we don't know. Hawks are up in the air. They, they're frisky. You know what um, team's coming up? The Magic. The Magic. The Magic are coming up. Pacers are going up. Yeah. Um, the Heat are probably going up. Nets are probably coming down a little bit to play, still play in time, but like, yeah, yeah. And, and then, the, and then the Knicks and Cavs are probably in right, right where they are. Yeah. Yeah. No, like I, me, I completely agree. I still think the Bucks, Celtics Sixers are the only three teams that can win the East. I, you're put, what, what about the Sixers is putting you in the same conversation as the Nick Bucks nurse. Celtics? That's, that's, that's the, that's gotta, he's gotta be the guy. If he goes Give, in there, even considering everything with James Harden not wanting to play there, well, if they get Drew, if they get Drew, and mm. all of a sudden, because now Drew is an interesting piece of some sort of three-team trade. Send yep. James to Houston. Houston sends like picks to Portland, and Portland sends Drew and like another piece to, uh, and sends like one of their picks to Philly. Now they're yeah. now they've got something. Yeah, I I agree with you. As the Sixers are right now, with James Harden is on that team and they don't add any other major piece, I'm not willing to put them in the conversation for Eastern Conference like finalist. If they can dump James Harden, I'm not saying get anything specifically good for Matt, because remember, they lost George Niang, so they're losing some firepower off the bench. But they um, still have Tyrese. They still do. You're right. But if they can add Drew, I think that they are significantly better than they were last year because you're not going to have a power struggle between James Harden and Joel Embiid. And remember, they've got Patrick Beverly. So, oh man, dude, I and Kelly Oubre. I mean, guys, come on. I really like that team all of a sudden. And uh, listen, I love Nick Nurse as a head coach. I think he um you, doesn't get enough be credit for that championship as as he is get as he's gotten. I think if I think if you trade for Drew, I wonder if they bring back Matisse Thibel. Ooh, what? Where is was he on the Blazers last year? He's on year? the Blazers right now. <sighs> I mean, I always remember. I and I guess I, do they do him and um, I can't remember his name. Uh, Maxi play the same position. Yeah, they're both shooting. I think he's. A shooting guard, technically. You see, but, I, I think that Maxie's a, a a legitimate all star. Yeah, like, well, so, I, the problem, I don't know. The problem is they're still paying Tobias Harris. He's still on the roster. Man, that that contract, man. <laughs> I mean, he, they must be in the last year of it, though. Like, maybe no, let's look. I mean, it has to be right because he came no. over from the Clippers when the Clippers blew up. Nothing has to be anything. I'm looking at it. This is the last year. He's an unrestricted free agent in 2024. So, yeah, I think 
maybe you get a contract dump to a team like, um, I don't know, maybe, I mean, maybe the Blazers would take I was it say the for Blazers. a contract dump, for a contract yeah. dump to make. You get a vet in there, you get him to teach some of the, 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 the young guys some things. I don't think that's yeah. a, a, a bad thing. I mean, the Blazers have to know that they're not going to be competitive right off the bat with Scoot. Yeah. So, I mean, they can give a time, but I listen, I don't hate that. I really don't hate that. I I I really do think I would I mean, obviously I think any NBA fan out there would want somebody like Drew Holiday on their team. But if he's not going to go to the Cavs, which I really don't think he's going to go, I would love to see him go to a team like the Sixers because I think that is a perfect fit. Um, I think he's a great complimentary piece to Maxi, to Embiid, to what they're trying to do there. So um, it'd be interesting to see if that happens. I okay. Well, to, I guess to kind of transition a little bit, did you see what Jimmy Butler did after this trade? Yes, and Tyler Hero quote tweeted it. What's that all about? They they mad as hell. They it mad as like hell. Sour grapes. I I'll tell you what probably happened. I'll tell you what probably happened. Because remember a few weeks ago, the NBA said they did not like that Dame only wanted to go Miami. Yeah. It would not be surprise me if the NBA went to Milwaukee and said, go ahead and tamper. We don't care. We, he does not, he's not going to Miami. And, and if Dame, I think is actually okay with going to Milwaukee, which I think it will be. I think will he be seems too. to be okay with it right now. Um, and he's talked about how much he likes playing or he would like to play with Giannis in the past. Um, I think, I think they said, make it happen. They, they told Miami you're done. Yeah, man. I mean, but it's not really Miami's fault. It's not like Miami was the one out there being like, Dame only wants to play for us. That was coming from Dame in his camp. Yep. Saying they're like, he's only going to play for Miami. So to punish Miami for that, like, I, I don't know. I, I think it'd be hilarious if if what you said is actually what happened. And I could definitely see that being the case. But, um, I mean, I just thought for sure he was going to go to Miami. Uh, but it also would not shock me if Adam Silver was like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to let a player, an organization kind of undermine the integrity of the league like that. Um, do you think that he would have vetoed it? Silver? Yeah. No. Oh, to my oh, trade to Miami. Yeah, I don't think so because you're Miami's still a market. You gotta, I mean, Dave to Miami. That's gonna be big for Miami. Like you're not gonna turn DP three to the Lakers would have been huge. Yeah, but David Stern is Adam Silver is not David Stern. I understand that. I do. Adam like, Silver is a much more PR minded commissioner than David Stern ever was. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't know. I just. Just uh, this came out of nowhere, man. I saw that tweet come through on my phone today, and I was like, "Huh?" I was you like, thought, what? "Might get is this is this fake?" Yeah, I had to check that it was actually Woj. Then I had he... to close out of Twitter and open it back up again, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is real." Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, so. we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, we, we're about a month away. Um, media days for a lot of organizations are happening over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I think and in ten days. I think in ten or. About, yeah, well, the Cavs media day is next week. I don't know about the Pacers. Well, yeah, that would be like 
three, four, five, one, two, three days this week plus next week. Uh, what? So like about yeah, you're right. It's about a week away. Okay. Or media days. Preseason I think starts in a couple. In like right after. Yeah, first, I can't first wait week. to fucking just bet on the Oklahoma City Thunder money line all preseason and Chet overs, dude. I can't. Are they going to be the Orioles of of the NBA? They might, dude. They they might. I they that roster's no joke. We are less than a month away from the season. Opening night: Lakers, Nuggets, Suns, Warriors. This is the um. The I what's the term here? The sneakiest this the start of the season has ever snuck up on me. Yeah, um, so we've had like a really quiet like NBA news cycle for like about a month, maybe a month and some change, and until today. And then yeah. I I looked I mean, at it after the trade, and I was like, oh my god, media days next week, and then a couple weeks after that, it's preseason, and then it's the Halloween is right when the regular season starts. I was reminded how great NBA Twitter is today. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I love the NFL. I love watching the NFL, love betting on the NFL, and NFL has some good Twitter moments, but NBA Twitter is just different. It's just it a whole different level of lunacy. It's, it, it is, it's perfect. It's the only way I know how to describe it. It is absolutely perfect, and you're right. This was a great reminder of what we have to look forward to when, when the season kicks up or kicks uh, gets going next month. Um, I'm on the record many a times as to saying that the NBA is the greatest reality television show of all time. Mm-hmm. I stand by that. Um, oh, yeah. I think great evidence of that is um, Tristan Thompson coming back to the Cavs this offseason, um, kind of back where it all started. I don't know. Is he still with Chloe? Um, I think after their last, after his last cheating incident, haven't they? Um been off i guess couldn't tell you man could not tell you i yeah i don't know about that all that so well we we get a reunion season here um in the nba and i let's just point out let's point out this could be the last season of lebron on the lakers it could be apparently they're still together tristan and chloe great so happy to have her back in Cleveland. Um, this will be the last season that for a while that Bronny James is not in the NBA. Yep. He's, so, at, he's at USC this year. Seems to be a okay after his, his scare that he had a couple months back. That was really scary. Mm-hmm. Seems to be okay. I think he's back practicing. I am so looking for, but also not looking forward to, 10 o'clock USC tip-offs, man. Like, that's going to suck. But I'm going to watch every single game because, I don't know. The future Big Ten, they're they're going to be in in your Ohio State, you know, territory. Yeah, thankfully after Caleb Williams leaves, thankfully. <laughs> I, want I don't know who him. Lincoln Riley has behind him, but I'm sure he's just done. We'll see. We'll see about that. But, okay. Let's move over to the NFL. Um, let's yep. talk some NFL before we kind of uh, talk some Ahsoka here. Um, before we talk about the major story over the weekend, do want to just kind of get your thoughts. Give me give me a quick state of the union for the Indianapolis Colts, because you guys are two and one. I was at the game. 
um, in the rain. Uh, I would say we are my all hope of drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. is gone. Yeah, we're too frisky. Yep. to do that. You're too fun. You're too fun. I don't know if fun's the right word. I that game was not a pleasant watch for anybody who was forced <laughs> to watch the one o'clock slate. I that. caught I caught the the last two minutes of the of the regulation and all of OT and it was brutal. I couldn't imagine watching that entire game. <laughs> uh yeah, it was interesting watching it from the stands. Um I was with Grady, Duran's stepbrother who's a Colts fan. Um it was a fun watch. It was fun atmosphere. Um listen, Anthony Richardson seems to be pretty good when he plays. Yeah. I just need him to slide. I need yeah. him to I don't know if the Indianapolis Indians, the minor league baseball team, is still active. I don't know what their season's looking like right now. I assume it's been over. But if the coaches are still around, if we could get them sliding, they need to bring him in and just be like, okay, slide technique, slide technique, slide technique. Because he is like running headfirst right into everything. And it kind of reminds me, actually, uh, so this uh, Ryan Clark, talk, I think when his podcast first debuted, he talked about um, when Trent Richardson went to the Browns, he was like, damn, he was just, he went up to Mike Tomlin and was like, man, the Browns got Scott Trent Richardson. He's like, that's great. You know, they're going to be good. And he's like, no, he's not. He's like, because. Trent Richardson runs into people like he chooses to run into people in the NFL. You can't do that. Like you're going to get hurt. And sure enough, Trent Richardson didn't work out. I, I, I had to experience that pain myself as well, unfortunately, <laughs> but you got Johnny Manziel out of that trade. So I still, that was a lose, lose situation. Hey, you all listen. lost to that one. Why we are all... you coming? At, why are you coming at me? Why? <laughs> I said, keep this about the Colts. I'll talk about the bronze here in a second. Um, so anyways, um, yeah, he, I guess he might, he's still in the concussion protocol because my theory is he actually did get concussed in week one. They just didn't, no one said anything. And then he, when he ran headfirst in the second week, they were like, yeah, he probably has a concussion and maybe we should put him in this protocol. So we'll see. Gardner Minshew though, is like one of the best backups in the NFL. Like, that's who we needed. He's solid coming yeah. into the game. You know, no expectations, no pressure. He did pull in Orlovsky, which was, you know, that one of the several times I thought the game was over. Um, I Listen, I, I like our defense. Our front seven is legit. Our front seven is legit. Michael Pittman Jr. is legit. And I think our O-line is good again. I don't know if they're not. I don't think they're elite yet, but they're good, at least. They. Um, so I think we're, we're a frisky, we're a frisky, we're a frisky team. Um, and our division is still not that good. Jacksonville, I don't know what was going on in that game, but they, there's no, they have no business getting blown out by the Texans by 20 points. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, the under six and a half is still alive. I'm still like, we play the Rams this week. I don't think we're going to win that one. Um, so yeah, we'll see. They are kind of what I thought they were going to be. I think if you remember back to when I first asked you, I kind of thought, I kind of like that over six and a half. 
Um, I thought that they were going to be a frisky team. I didn't know if the NFL was going to be able to figure out Anthony Richardson at least through the first few games. I mean, he's been successful. He's been like a pretty good quarterback Mm -hmm. um, through, you know, when he's played so far. Unfortunately, like you said, got the concussion. Hope he hope he comes back Um, for your sake. Maybe you don't hope he comes back. I don't know. But I think we need to throw away the Marvin Harrison Jr. dream. Um, we, unfortunately, we might also have to throw away the Penn state tackle dream. Yeah. Somehow the bears are going to end up with both Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison jr. The and bears just, and Cardinals are going to like end up. Well, I don't know about the Cardinals. They're fighting good on them, but yeah. Um, the Panthers might end up like last year. They traded for the number one overall pick this year. They're going to earn it. The Panthers. Yeah. If I'm the Panthers, I'm salivating at the idea of giving Bryce Young Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. I mean, that like I mean, that is they they're dreaming about that right now. But um, now the Colts are uh, the, the Colts are kind of what I thought they were going to be uh, a little frisky, a little fun, surprise some people. Uh, super glad to see them take down the Ravens because obviously um, the Browns have to get through the Ravens uh, if they want to win the division, which brings me to. The most confusing franchise in the NFL, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I watched that Monday night game last week, and I was about ready to stop being a fan of the team. I couldn't take, I mean, listen, the Nick Chubb injury alone tore my heart out. I saw what happened. I saw the replay. It was all over Twitter. My initial fear, which I know is a lot of other people's too, was like, he's not going to be able to play football again. Um, I had to sit on that for a couple of days until the MRIs came back and was like, hold on. He just tore his MCL. No other ligament damage, just the MCL. He's expected to make a full recovery in six to eight months, which was the literal best case scenario. Mm-hmm. So awesome. Um, Jerome Ford. Um, backup running back. This is his second year in the league out of Cincy. I'm out of, out of Cincinnati. Uh, it's kind of, he did a pretty good job against, um, against the Steelers and, you know, after Chubb went down, but also, um, against the Titans, the Titans got a really, really good defensive line, uh, cream hunt back to, which is, uh, which, which is nice. I, I, I do like me some cream hunt. Um, but Deshaun Watson just remains an enigma. Um, at least on the field, he's, he's not an enigma off the field, but on the field, he's an enigma. So I saw people say that this was his best game as a Brown. It was, I mean, by by far, but I also, he has, but I also saw a clip, but I also saw a clip of him throwing a pass backwards. Yeah. And so running back while getting sacked. Yeah. So, which is evidence that he's still trying to do too much, which I don't know why he thinks that, because it's not like we have the defense from last year where it's like, holy shit, we got to put up points over almost every single drive. If we want to stay in this game, our defense has only allowed 20 first downs through the first three games. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Like we have a top defense. They hadn't allowed a a snap in the red zone from an opposing offense until we turned it over last game. Elijah Moore fumbled on our own 20 yard line and the Titans got the ball back in the red zone and they still prevented them. Or I think they still held them to no points. Um, 
so I don't know why Deshaun is kind of, he has these frantic moments. I mean, the entire Steelers game was a frantic moment. Um, he had that, that one play against the Titans outside of that. He played relatively well. Um, but I still am not going to be one of those bros on Twitter. who's like, see DW four is back, man. He's back to his Houston self. He's never going to get back to that. No. And I'm very much ta- I'm talking to Browns fans when I say this. He's not going to get back to that. He would have by now if he was going to. He's clearly still – I don't know if it's off-the-field stuff that's in his head, but there's still something going on up there um, that is causing him some issues. But thankfully – the defense can clean up for some of his mistakes. If he just, you know, limits the turnovers and I don't know, just plays. If he just does what Jacoby did last year, honestly, yep. this team's going to the playoffs. This team's going to win probably 10 or 11 games. Like the defense is that good. We finally have a kick or two, which is great. So this, this week we have the Ravens. It'll be a really big test. The Ravens are... Two and one, I believe. Yep. The Colts just gave him the first loss. The mm-hmm. Bengals are now one and two. The Steelers are now two and one. Um, so this division, the, ba- the Bengals are going to figure it out. I think they kind of figured it out second half against the Rams the other night. It seems like they did. So this division is going to be competitive. Like it's, I it's really I think going to come down to what everyone's divisional record is. Um, at the end of the year, and unfortunately, the Browns have a chance to either be one and two in the division this weekend or two and one with three of their first four games being divisional games. So we'll see. Um, OK. Let's talk about. The Chiefs game. Um, we're probably the only podcast in the world that's going to be talking about this. This is yeah, I think, I think- a relatively like under the radar. <laughs> You know, Definitely not going to be talked about on the podcast with the player involved. No, uh, that definitely that podcast definitely didn't already come out this morning. And I definitely <laughs> didn't listen to it the moment it came out this morning. So, yeah, we're listen. This is where the only place to get your Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift coverage. I uh, don't want to spend a ton of time on it. But like, what was your reaction? Like, for like, first of all, do you care? I, <laughs> I didn't care. And then it like blew up to the point where I kind of cared again. And then I was like, okay, now it's kind of becoming too much and it's come back around again. Now it's funny again. The memes are funny again. (laughs) The Taylor Swift fans learning about football. That's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. It's already fun, dude. I saw, okay. So I'm very much like you. I, I heard the rumors for like a couple weeks. Didn't give a second thought to him. He put the rumors out himself. I know. Which is why I didn't believe them. I'm like, oh, this is just, you know, oh, Travis okay. being also, like, what? Also, Taylor Swift plans to be in attendance for the Chiefs-Jets game Sunday night. Hammer Chiefs. <laughs> I think it's minus nine and a half right now. Travis is, Kelsey, anytime touchdown. <laughs> yeah, for real. My God. Um, yeah, I, I didn't really care about this until I was watching the game. Like, I had, cause I want to say the the Browns had already played because that was a four o'clock game, right? Yeah. Was it a one o'clock game? No, it was a four o'clock game because it was on after the at the bar after we 
when we left the Ravens Colts game, we were watching right. we were watching Bears, Chiefs, Seahawks, Panthers, and um Cowboys Cardinals. You're right. And so I was sitting there. I think the uh OT had just ended for because I was watching the Ravens and the Colts. And we switched over to the, the Chiefs game, and I see Taylor Swift in the suite with Mama Kelsey. And yep. all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I'm invested now. Like, yes, okay, this is real. I didn't think it was real. Now it is. This is hilarious. It's very real. It's, yeah. It's, 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 she's met the mom now. She, this has obviously been going on for longer than we probably had initially realized. Like, I don't, like, that was certainly not their first time meeting. Like, no, no, no. They've been hanging out, I imagine, pretty regularly now for some time. Um, but I don't know why. I'm not somebody that gets, like, super, like, invested in celebrity relationships. But, like, I don't know. I, I, I dig this one. I don't know. Probably because it's like, you know, like, when two worlds collide, like, could you imagine two different, like, groups of fans that are now going to be, like, coexisting with one another? Like, Football bros and Swifties. Like, yeah, I literally have football guys on TikTok that I follow that were putting out TikToks Sunday evening into Sunday night up until today, specifically designed to teach the basic rules of football to Taylor Swift fans. And you go in the comments and there's Taylor Swift fans with Taylor Swift as their profile picture. Like, being like, oh, my God, thank you for this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, you know, like now I know what a first down is. And I don't know. I just I find it so wholesome. Is this. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm showing I'm sharing my screen so you can see the twi- tweet up. But oh, this is really out. bad podcasting. But for, for listeners, it is. <laughs> it's funnier every time I look at it. It's a side by side photo. That looks like a TMZ photo. That's probably from what, like the games after party or something. You know, he bought out the bar that they all, his family and some Chiefs players, I think, went to. <laughs> it's, it's Travis Kelsey kind of like having his head on Taylor Swift's shoulder. Like maybe she's sitting in his lap. I can't really tell. And then next to it is the still image from Barbie where Ken is doing, it's like kind of half hugging Barbie and like his head's on her shoulder and it's the exact same photo. Now I'm just mad. I didn't think about that because it's perfect. No, like, I I don't know, man, Uh, something about this relationship. I'm like, dang, like this, this, this would be a power couple of all power couples if if mm-hmm. it were to, you know, if 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 it were to make it and who knows? I mean, they haven't known each other for very long, but I don't know. I'm definitely going to be watching the it's the Monday night game, right? Against the Jets. Yeah, Sunday night. Sunday night yeah. against the Jets. Oh, Sunday night. They better have they better have a Taylor Swift cam. They better just have a cam. They're going to, obviously, but like they're, they're going to have a camera on her all game. Um, but I don't know. I don't know why I'm I'm emotionally invested in it, but I am. So, um, any other NFL? I don't think so. Anything else? Um, I don't think so. Um, I just saw uh. 
Well, let's let's get into Ahsoka. We'll, yeah. we'll switch to the actual TV movies that this podcast is supposed to be about first. Yeah, because we're already in our end of the episode, so we'll we'll, we'll kind of wrap it up here with our thoughts on Ahsoka. So, at this point, um, we have not covered episode six, episode seven, um, episode eight. Next week is the last episode. So, this one that we watched this mm-hmm. week was the penultimate. Um, some things finally started to happen. I'm not gonna go and do a breakdown scene by scene, but um, we did get some character reveals in episode six, that being Thrawn and Ezra, mm-hmm. um, which I know fans of Rebels were very, very thrilled. Um, we got more of both of those characters here in the seventh episode, and kind of the seventh episode started maybe to raise some questions about the paths of certain characters, like Balin. Yeah. Uh, so kind of give me your thoughts. Like, where are you sitting now that we're one episode away from the show being wrapped? Um, I'm kind of like, I'm interested to see the choices they make in this finale. Like, do they all go home at the end of this show or do they stay in this new galaxy and have new adventures over here? I think that would be a lot more interesting to be frank. So maybe that's the decision. That's what I'm kind of rooting for, but they also keep going back to Hera in the new Republic, which makes me think they're not going to make that choice. So we'll see. But, um, I think the performances are really good. I still think, I feel like this could have been a movie. But that's me. Um, or give, yeah, that's where I'm at. I, I'm I'm enjoying it, but like it's just it's not living up to what I had hoped. Yeah, I would say I'm pretty much on the same exact boat. I think you and I have, I think we mentioned this in our last episode that we would have maybe liked to have seen this as a movie as opposed to an eight episode uh, show, um, which unfortunately is been the case for a number of 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 disney um plus shows at this point but Mm -hmm. i mean i'm having fun with it like you know these are my real introductions to thrawn and to ezra and i'm kind of like there's definitely some moments with thrawn where i'm like i feel like people who watched rebels are understanding this moment way more than i am right now um so i'm I'm eventually going to go back and and, and give the show a watch because there's just a lot about him that I don't quite understand. And I'm sure it gets explained. Um, I am curious. I would say the thing I'm looking forward to most, and it's kind of sad, is like what's going to happen with Balin? Because obviously Ray Stevens or Mm -hmm. Ray Stevens, right? Not Stevenson. Um, Um, I think it's Ray Stevens. Ray. That's Ray Stevenson. Stevenson. Unfortunately, Ray Stevenson passed away. So yeah. I I didn't really realize that. I mean, obviously, I knew what had happened, but I, right. I wasn't putting two and two together when I was watching the episode this morning. And I was like, oh, are they setting up Balin for something else? Like maybe another project or like, you know, maybe to show up in a movie, you know, down the road. But then it had hit me. I was like, oh, wait a minute. You know, unless they recast him, they can't do it, which. I think I am almost never in favor of recasts when 
I think an actor or actress establishes themselves in a character the way that Ray Stevenson has done with Balin. Um, so I, I guess we'll we'll see what happens there. But I'm more positive now than ever before that there's not going to be some major resolution in the eighth episode that this is very much, I think setting up and introducing us to a bunch of characters um, and kind of expanding on this world that this newer era of star Wars is going to sort of explore. Um, This kind of feels like an opening of the door a little bit. I'm not expecting anybody major to die in the show. Um, I'd be stunned if any of that happened. So I'm enjoying it. It's probably not been as maybe like ripping as I wanted it to be. It hasn't really like latched on to me. And again, I, probably because I'm comparing it to Andor. Mm-hmm. And it's probably not fair to the show. So yeah. Um, that being said, looking forward to the finale. But next week, Chuck, we're also going to have another show to review mm-hmm. did you see the rotten tomato scores today for gen v i did see them Ooh, buddy i'm so excited when is that premiere uh next today oh that actually premieres friday okay friday is it going to be a friday premiere moving forward uh I let think me the double boys, check it was always friday i think wasn't the boys always or was it thursday I thought they were Wednesday, but um, let me see. I'm pulling up. I thought Amazon shows were always Friday. It's going to be Fridays. Okay. And do we know how many episodes that is? It is eight episodes as well with the first three dropping Friday. Whoa, okay, so potentially around two and a half to three hours worth of Gen V to get caught up on next week. So um, I think regardless if I have power or not, um, and assuming you're available, um, I think we're probably going to be forced to drop something next week just because there's going to be so much to talk about. Um, Anything else you want to get to before we kind of sign off here? House of the Dragon season two is finished filming. Thank on God. Sc- on schedule for a September 2024 debut. Ah, man, I can't wait. I, I've been on a bit of a, I don't want to call it a, a Game of Thrones kick because I'm not going back and rewatching the episodes. But what I'm doing is I find people on YouTube who are recording their reactions through their first watch throughs. Mm-hmm. And there's a really fun YouTube channel. I think it's called Bust Reacts. I think B U S T. Um, it's these two guys that kind of look like they're on my age. Looks like they probably live together. Just completely like losing their like their shit watching Game of Thrones for the first time. But unfortunately, they've been doing this so much now. So I've gotten to the point where they've gotten into season seven and season eight. And it's just I see the I, I the excitement has left their eyes. Yeah. Like, oh, you poor sons of bitches. But now they're getting in the house of the dragon, too. So I'm like jealous that they didn't have to sit with season seven and eight as long as we did before some of our hopes were restored with House of the Dragon. So 
I did see that uh, season two was wrapped filming. I imagine that that's probably going to be coming. Some well, you said they they said summer twenty four, but this very much feels like a Super Bowl trailer. So we'll see if if my prediction comes true there. Um, if you're listening up to this point, first and foremost, we thank you. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple, and you could leave us a review on either of those platforms, we would really appreciate it. It lets us know how we're doing. Um, we will be back next week, hopefully, with a, our Soka finale review, Gen V review, and maybe something else if there's something else that we're missing. Um, until then, thank you, everyone. But we will talk to you all next week.